we're back here again. Yomi Cron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this sucks. It does suck. Like, it, it does suck. Yeah. Like, we come on here. We're trying to figure out what we're going to talk about. Don't really want to get into COVID because it sucks. Yeah. And just turn on any news outlet right now. You'll well, get- and, and it's like, I don't. And you don't want to like make light of the situation, but it's like it's almost two years of this. Yeah. And like we got through, albeit abbreviated, but we got through an entire season last year. And now here we are again sitting here and the season's been put on pause. And they've only paused it until after the Christmas break. So December 27th yeah. is officially the day that the NHL is said to be coming back between you and me i wouldn't be surprised if that gets pushed even further into the new year i don't see what's really getting solved in five days i don't know either i so days and the olympics are officially done yeah that i already knew that was coming so which on the one hand it's not safe to go to travel anywhere right now no i wouldn't want to go um, and two, they're going to need those three weeks to make up all these games that are currently getting postponed. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I don't know what to say. Like, I, I'm with you. Like, I don't really want to belabor this too much. Like, yeah. it sucks. No, it sucks. But honestly, the, the passion has been, like, sucked out of me over this. Yeah. Like, I'm, I don't know what they're going to do, what the plan is, what the plan is to stop arenas schedules it's just everything's just a big cloud of smoke right now and it's and then you look back you're you're thinking about the power play and getting pucks in deep and now it's just like that's i don't even care about that anymore now it's just like what the hell is going on i mean at a certain point this is the only only little bit about the actual pandemic that i want to like talk about is at a certain point omicron's not going anywhere so at a certain point, you're going to have to try and get as many people vaccinated as you can. And you're just going to have to play through some of these positive tests. And if that means guys have to be out of the lineup and you have to play shorthanded, that's the nature of trying to play professional sports in a pandemic. Yeah. I guess they just, they're just they just buying time with a couple of days to try to figure out something. Because you can't pause the season fully. Um, can you shorten the season? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But... A lot of decisions have to be made over the next couple of days. Yeah, so we'll operate under the assumption that they're coming back as of the 27th. And what I wanted to discuss with you today and our listeners is, or viewers, however you're consuming us, is this team is 28-2. and two. Yeah. It's been a pretty damn good first couple of months of the season. Yep. I believe that with a few tweaks at trade deadline, this team, this is the best I've, I can't believe I'm saying this. This is the best I've felt about a current Maple Leaf team's chances in April in the entire duration, in the Kyle Dubas era, yeah. if you will. Yeah, I think that's, if you just analyze the first part of the season, Austin Matthews scoring goals, getting points. William Nylander's a point-of-game pace. Tavares is more than point-of-game pace. Morgan Riley's all of a sudden being that offensive defenseman that he showed a peak of the one year he scored 20 goals. Jack Campbell's a Vesna candidate. 
Marner's been injured, kind of struggled at the beginning, but Marner's Marner. He does what he does. And like Kerfoot's been pretty good. All the new guys he brought in have been pretty good. All in all, consistency-wise, player performance-wise, I don't see how you wouldn't think that. Like It's been mostly positive yeah. the entire way through. Obviously, there's holes to poke through, but um, all in all, Kyle Dubas got to be feeling pretty good about himself with everything he did in the offseason and how his top players have been performing this season. 100%. Yeah. And I think like that sort of speaks for itself. Everyone who's watching this knows that. So if they're going to go over the top, push through, yeah. win around, break through the glass ceiling, what do they have to do? Get extremely creative because, I mean, it's easy to sit and be like, they need another defenseman, obviously. But, like, how? Well, you're going to have to how? look at I They're going to have to, like, they're going to have to look at moving something out. You made the point last week that I thought was spot on when you said it's time for Kyle Dubas to channel his inner Alex Anthopoulos. Yeah, and just throw and it all. really push all his chips yeah. into the middle here. And if that means they've got to deal another first-round pick, if that means they've got to look at moving a roster player, you're going to have to move. Like, if you want to get a top-four defenseman... Yeah, it's going to cost a it's going to cost. Lot. It's going to cost you something. And, and we mentioned Nick Robertson's name and some joker on our YouTube. is like, it's going to take way more well, than it, Robertson. It's, it's like, I know. No, yeah. Just like that's a piece you could throw in. That's the kind of stuff you're looking at. You gotta love how people just like. It's just like, did you actually so mean that I just went straight up? Like, yeah. I'm not an idiot. It's it's it was a point to be made. In that, fairness to that guy, how many callers do you hear on the radio every day that would make that exact point? Yeah. Like one for run, Robertson, top four D. Yeah, and it's it was just more along the lines of like I, I like Nick Robertson, but like there is no like foreseeable future looking towards the future. Like if Nick Robertson's your best prospect, it's kind of like players you got to got you players you have now are the players you need to win with. So if you need to throw Nick Robertson the deal or figure out how to like, can they move a forward? Well, I mean, that's like, 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 and like then look, everything has to do with money. You, you look at uh, the like, roster. It's you look, just, you're going to trade every first round pick away for the next 10 years. Like I, 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 just, I, I just don't know who don't on know, their man. current roster that isn't in the big four is going to get you a defenseman of consequence. Like there's been talk, there's been talk of uh Chichi run with the coyotes. Oh, Chick oh Chikrin. Chikrin. Chichi run. Chichi run. Chikrin. I know Chikrin, but it, it's way more fun to call him Chichi run. Yeah. Well, they're brutal. Yeah. I mean, he's probably trying to Chichi run his way out of Arizona <laughs> hey, yes, right exactly. now, for God's he's, sakes. He's trying to Chichi run his way out of there. Yeah. No, I, I heard some guy on the radio last week call in and call him Chichi run, and then I'm like, from now on, uh-huh. he's Chichi run to me. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, I guess, like, what would Arizona even want? Like, what are they well, even doing? Like, they don't don't, even, like but who, they who don't even know where they're playing hockey. Like, you might as well take advantage of a bad they situation. They need to pay their to taxes. Yeah. They need to worry about paying their taxes. They figure out the fundamentals of running a business. Like, they, their roster is probably uh, a couple priorities down the depth chart. You look at the roster, and aside from, like, pa- putting a package together, who who outside of the big four is going to, like, Kerfoot? Yeah, that's like that's the name they throw in. Yeah, but, it's, like, but like again, money's gotta work and 
Like I, I, I have a hard time believing that they're 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 gonna get out of not getting rid of some picks again. Like they're they're gonna have to get roped into giving away some picks again because yeah. that's the only currency that a team like the Coyotes would want. Yeah. Like, what are they gonna do with Alex Kerfoot? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Fill out the roster, I guess. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, I, people who don't want draft picks given up. Ugh. Yeah. That's kind of the direction I think it's going in. So if, if they even address it at all, like we could sit here and talk about how they need to address it. Are they going to? Who knows? Yeah, I, but do, do uh, I could see as many good things as Kyle's done to bring in all these dudes. Michael Bunting is 20 points. All those guys have been really good, good moves. But it, to me, it would be very dubacy just to be like, I believe in the group we have. And uh, well, well, there's no way, Kyle, like I, I like... There's no way you're 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 well, going were, deep were, in the playoffs with this defense core. They were looking at trading or that report that they were looking at trade Dermot and Hull. It's like, okay, then Sandy goes down like he did. Then yeah. what are you gonna do? Yeah, like defensive depth is not exactly something you can afford to lose right now. No. Obviously, if you can get an upgrade on a guy, go for I'm it. I'm just but, scrolling up and down the roster here, just trying to figure yeah. out like who exactly they would move to get an upgrade on D. And like I said, unless you're 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 looking at moving, because any team that you deal with is going to be like, okay, like Kerfoot and who else? Yeah, like like, what, like you're not just going to Kerfoot and a first? I don't know. Yeah, they're going to have. Yeah, I know, but there's another first out the window. Well, that's the like, Alexandrovich kind of looking out of like the next two or three years, not having let a first me, round pick. Let me so. ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you think? If they win a round, Kyle Dubas keeps his job. Do you think it's solely based on? Yeah, I do. Okay, so if you don't think, I think it's built up to the point where it's a round. So if you're him, yeah, I don't care about first round picks. They've shown that their scouting staff is good enough that they can go find these the Alex Steves of the world. Yeah, and can sort of replenish that way. Now, it's. Is he does he have the um ceiling of a first round pick? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But Timothy Lilligren was a first round pick. There's no way they're gonna pan out the way you want them to, especially how high the Leafs are picking. And so if you're him and you keeping your job solely hinges on you winning a round. Yeah. But here's the thing: it's like, aren't they good enough to win a round right now? Just a round. Oh yeah, and they, and they haven't been good enough to win around the past. Well, here's hold five on, years. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's here's my fear. Okay, mm. I don't think unless they finish, they're not going to get a good playoff matchup no matter what happens. No, no, because if they win, if you they if win, they if you they can't they, win in hockey without beating some good teams, if the they playoffs, win so. the division, they're going to end up playing a wild card team. Who are the wild card teams going to be in the East? Austin the Bruins and yeah. uh, a Metro team, maybe a Penguins exactly. slip in or yeah. And if you come in second or third, you're playing one of the two Florida teams in the first round. Could you imagine playing the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round? And every team, and no, every team in the East that's going to make the playoffs are a very good hockey team or yes. have an aspect of their team that's very good. Yes, yes. So I mean, if it's based on winning a round, obviously you you're going to want to go out and add. He's going to add something. It's just like, are you going to make you gonna add a, a Roman Polak, or are you gonna try and make a difference? Like that's kind of where I'm at right now. Well, but. there's also like we've talked about a bunch, like the hesitation of like, is he is his um 
is he scarred after the Nick Felino situation? Oh, he has to be. Yeah. Has to be. How could you not be? Yeah. That did not work out at all. No, it didn't. No, at all. It was a disaster. Like, it was, it, <laughs> like you yeah. said, it's no one's fault. Yeah. But that was bad. Yeah. And, well, like, dude, the way they're playing, the way we've been talking about them, they should be good enough to win a round right now. Like, that's how, that's how good I think they are. But obviously, we know what happens. And those pieces you add talking about being cup contenders. Now it's slipped down to like, we need to add cup contender pieces to win a round. Yes. So it's well, because I think this team is good. This team has shown how they've played that they can be one of the better teams in the league. And I'm trying they are to, the, well, they are one of the best teams in the league, but I'm trying to have the, the mentality of like in this market, that shouldn't be good enough. Like nowhere else do you get like, do they make like, passion returns videos about making it to the conference final. Yeah. And that team is revered. Like I say this all the time about the Leafs. I'm a diehard Toronto Maple Leafs fan. Mm -hmm. Diehard. Okay. Like, you know how I feel about this guy, Dougie. Part of the reason why those things were made. How many cups did he win? One. No, no. How many cups did he win with the Leafs? Zero. How many cups did Wendell win with the Leafs? Zero. How many cups did Mats win with the Leafs? How many cups did all those guys post? So, so that's what I'm Sittler, saying. So it's all, Gloria it's all Salming. like we these they're all Leaf legends and they're great and we love them. Yeah. But th- this market celebrates like winning a con- like winning a couple of rounds because like, it's. Yeah, the bar, but that's we're how bar the low is. Yeah, because we're begging for scraps. It's yes, yes, that's how low the bar is. It's like if if you're a perennial playoff contender for the past, if you're the New York Yankees in a 20 year span, you might have what two down years, mm. and then you're making the playoffs. You're winning divisions. Like they didn't make the playoffs for 10 years. Like so, and, and they haven't won a round in since I was seven, in high school. Since sev- in since seventeen I was in high school. years, yeah, so I was in high school the last time they won a round. It's it's not even about this regime or these players or what's played out. It's just history and knowing that this franchise is a failure, and that's why we celebrate the dudes who had any sort of success because that's what's the most fond in our memories because that's the best we got. So as much as I want them to be the New York Yankees. There's the salary cap that can't happen, but also it's just that's not the way it is. Like they're just not that franchise. So basically, just to put a cap on this, we think they need an upgrade on defense if they're gonna really make a difference. Well, to even just May, screw April, around. May, if, if you're if this is a cup contending team, you're sitting in a front office talking about this team contending for a cup. Like, there's no way you can you could be Dubich, Shanahan, Keith, watch that team and not believe in your heart that you need to go out and add another difference maker on the back end. Yep. Like you, you have to. Yep. Or they're, they're just not good enough. Jake Muzzin is not good enough. Nope. He is not. You need to put him further down the depth chart and replace him with someone who's more competent and who can actually skate at 30 years old when he gets there. Last thing. Do you think they're coming back on the 27th or do you think it's going to get pushed again? I think it's going to get pushed again. I, I think we're, I, if I was going to put money on it, I would say, I think we've watched our last leaf game for 2021. Are they going to shorten the season? Well, they got an extra now, three weeks. Now that the Olympics are, are out of the question. Yeah. I don't think so. They're going to no. have to honor some of that time off though. So 
Well, I heard something about another bye week. Yeah, yeah. like they're gonna have if you have that three week window, and like they're gonna have to honor some of that time off. But well, I heard something about a bye week. But also, the, if I do not envy the the whoever works in the scheduling department with the National oh, Hockey God, League right no. now, and, and then it's just like like the with the building availability, I could see a scenario where a couple of these home leaf games they're playing at Rico or Coca Cola yeah. or whatever it's called now. Like Pretty sick because because like Pretty the because <laughs> the Raptors will have the building. Thing too so if they it, if, if they need to play a home game on a certain night and the raptors are busy i could totally see them playing in another barn somewhere be awesome yeah i know it would be, be awesome. down it would be awesome. intimate nhl hockey game yeah, it would be awesome I'd, I'd buy tickets for that i would actually buy i'd way rather go out and spend my money on them playing at coca-cola than them playing in the normal barn what about the omicron you gotta Tearing be stuff up that. it let's just now it's if you did shorten the season then you get open up the whole can of worms of point percentage, yeah. and it's just you don't want to do that. No, it's gonna be a disaster. Well, and and I've also heard uh, reports that if you shorten the season, the NHL needs to refund some money to ESPN, TNT, mm. Rogers. Oh. They don't want to do that, so they're gonna the the goal right now is if the Leafs got to play a home game or two at. at coca-cola coliseum then they got to play a home game or two at coca-cola coliseum yeah so it's just like what are you looking at are you all these guys are almost almost all of them are asymptomatic that are reported so it's just like you're gonna borrow that american style thinking a little bit and shorten up these these schedules that you have for guys who are in protocol or man i i what are they gonna do with buildings? Yeah. Like that's a factor, yeah. man. Like that's well, well, that's well. money. But but that really. So the reason why, like, this is just a fact of the matter. The reason why the NHL is the only league thus far to go on pause is because they're the only league that deals with the Canadian government. Yeah, and that's they, significant. They're, they're not really worried about well, it what in about the US. The, like, what about the rap? Are they are the rappers gonna be able to play in Toronto? Uh, I, like, I I I hope not. Like, I hope not. Yeah. There could also be a scenario where the Leafs are playing a home game in Columbus because that building's open. And so they're just the home team that night. Like, that, that's entirely yeah, possible. You got to do, you gotta do yeah. it, I guess. I don't that's know. entirely possible. So, I don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see how this thing plays out. As far as you and I go, we're going to, like, kind of hang back and watch. I don't think the season's going on a prolonged pause. I think it'll probably be a couple of weeks. And then when the Leafs are back, we'll be back along with the Maple Leafs. All right, buddy. I don't think it's going to be it for this week. Thanks, everybody, for checking us out. If you like what you see, hit that like and subscribe button below. Spread the word. Tell your friends. We really appreciate it. We'll see you when we see you. Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. Come on, let's go to the Blue Hotel. The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. 
It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, the Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd. Mm-hmm.